0: This is the eHealth Radio Network, your source for health advice on demand. And now your host, Eric Michaels. This is Eric Michaels, and once again you have tuned into the eHealth Radio Network and the health care and health news channels. Make sure you connect with us on our various social media channels such as Facebook, Google+, and Twitter to follow our programming accordingly. We are also streaming on demand 24-7 on TuneIn Radio and the TuneIn Radio app for... You're listening, convenience. Today, once again, we are speaking with Dr. Nikki Martinez in a continuing series. Who received her master's interdoctorate from Illinois School of Professional Psychology and completed her pre-doctoral and postdoctoral fellowship at Gateway Foundation in Lake Villa, Illinois. Head of clinical development for Dr. Nikki Martinez.com. She is an adjunct professor for two graduate programs, a blogger for the Huffington Post, Everyday Power Blog, Older Dating Success Stories, and a contributor to the Chicago Tribune. She just published her seventh book. For through Amazon.com. On this episode of E-Health Radio, Dr. Martinez will be discussing caring for the caregiver. Such an important topic. And Dr. Martinez, thanks once again for joining us.
1: Oh, thank you for having me.
0: And you're more than welcome. So tell us, what made you think about writing on this topic?
1: Well, I personally have a serious and rare chronic illness. And I think about, I get so much support and I get so many people checking in on me and seeing how I'm doing. And I've had my husband have some horrific experiences where he's been in an ER watching me be intubated. He's been through so many traumatic things and nobody talks about what do the caregivers need. Nobody's checking in on them. How are they doing? It's always everyone asks them, how how am I doing? People ask people how the person they're caring for is doing, not how they're doing personally. And really, it takes a toll on them as well when it comes to stress and when it comes to the unpredictability of their lives, not only is the person who's sick has an unpredictable life, so does the person who is taking care of them because they don't know at any time when something's going to strike. Um, they really have to work together there to learn what they can and can't control and work out a plan for that. Um, it makes the process a lot easier. And they, there's nearly Seven million people in the United States with chronic and rare diseases and our partners spouses families friends our caregivers they give selflessly and they love us and they want to be with us they get so little credit and sacrifice and support for what they're doing so I wanted to make sure that we get the support and attention that they deserve Um, they're usually just sitting on the sidelines sacrificing and giving unconditionally and they have a lot of needs too
0: and we certainly appreciate all that you're doing in the space to bring our attention to this important factor of taking care of our caregivers. Now, tell us what types of issues do caregivers face?
1: Well, stress, stress is a huge problem of theirs. Um, they miss events because we're ill or they need to attend them alone, longing for their partner to be by their side. They miss out on lots of opportunities and experiences that many couples take for granted. They do things to take care of their partner or loved one that many people would not even imagine having to do. And it's a never-ending cycle of taking care of someone that takes a toll on them. They struggle with issues like anxiety, depression, sleep issues, health issues of their own from all the worry and the anxiety, you know, with blood pressure and things like that, um, anger, fear, resentment, grief, um, You know, they're grieving the loss of the relationship they thought that they were going to have and that they'd envision for themselves.
0: What types of help is available that you're aware of for the caregivers?
1: There's support groups. There's support groups both in person and online. There's definitely more for the patient, but there are ones for the caregivers. And I think it's really important for them to get that support. Um, They should be encouraged to get it um, in individual or even in individual therapy. Um, they can tell their friends and family how they're feeling, but that's not always what they need and there's not always things they'll say to them that they need to. Many caregivers have feelings and struggles that they're struggling with themselves, um, which might work for them at first, but after prolonged caregiving going over years and exposure to the stress of a loved one's illness, it can really wear them down and it can lead them to their own health issues. We all need help, even a helper, especially a helper. Um, Talking to someone like a psychologist or a therapist can help the person have a safe and confidential space to talk about and say things that they might not feel safe or able to say to a loved one or others in their lives, Um, that they're angry, that they resent the person, that their way of life has changed for them. These are normal feelings, but they're feelings that they don't feel safe to or don't want to burden people with saying. So they hold it all inside and that just leads to more resentment, anxiety, and depression. So it really becomes so important that they're getting this help.
0: Today, once again, we are visiting with Dr. Nikki Martinez, psychologist and licensed clinical professional counselor here on eHealth Radio's healthcare and health news channels, a part of the eHealth Radio network. Dr. Martinez, how can or what are ways that we can show caregivers that we do appreciate them?
1: I think it is so important on a regular basis for every little thing to be telling people, thank you and that you appreciate them, to tell them the little things every day. I I do this with couples a lot, actually, in general, who have lost appreciation for each other, where I give them an assignment of once a day, they have to tell each other something they appreciate about each other. I don't care if they say it in person, on a piece of paper, in a text, in an email, just something, and usually it surprises the person what they expect, but I think we should never get to a point where we're expecting someone to do something for us, we should always be grateful and thankful that they're doing it for us. And that becomes even more important with this population because a really notable factor is that the divorce rate is chronically higher than the general population. The rate is 31% higher than the general population when it comes to people with, uh, with chronic illness. Um, and it's more likely that the wife is the one with the chronic illness in these situations. So um, individual therapy and couples therapy might be really important for them. Um, And that way they can start to heal together. I realize that people stand up there and say in sickness and in health, but I think no one's really prepared for what it takes to take care of somebody with a serious illness. And having these sorts of support and these sorts of situations allows a couple to say things they would otherwise struggle to say to each other. And a therapist can safely guide them through their true feelings, fears, and frustration. And this way, it helps them sort of come out the other side of things.
0: Well, it certainly does take a gift for someone to take care of those with serious illnesses and to just take care of people in pain. And so we certainly do thank all those caregivers out there uh, and a tribute to you as well. Lastly, I understand that you did also write this in the Chicago Tribune covering uh, the importance of taking care of caregivers.
1: I did because I thought it was important to really highlight that fact. I've written a lot for the Tribune on different types of chronic illnesses, but what I thought—what about the people that are taking care of the people with the chronic illnesses? They get so little attention, so little accolades, and so little support that they need. And you know, they need—they need a support system as well, especially a support system because they have so many things. They're exhausted their life is different. They may have a job and they're taking care of this person and they're taking care of kids and they just they need an ear to listen to and they really need someone who is gonna be a good friend and show up and listen when they say they will.
0: Well, I couldn't agree more. And, Dr. Martinez, we certainly have enjoyed yet another series of interviews with you here on e Radio. Where can our listeners get more information on you to take advantage of any services or, or any help in any regard? And how can they also be in touch as well?
1: They can reach me at com. My Twitter is at Dr. Nikki Martinez. Um, All of my books are listed on Amazon, so in all these ways, I'm really easy to find on the web. I'm pretty visible and pretty available for them to get in touch, and I would love to talk with them.
0: Once again, we thank you once again for being with us here on eHealth Radio, and certainly look forward to our next conversation, and thanks so much for your time. Thank you. We have been speaking with Dr. Nikki Martinez, psychologist and licensed clinical professional counselor, and to learn more and for contact, simply visit DrNikkiMartinez.com. And this has been Eric Michaels, and you've been listening to eHealth Radio and the healthcare and health news channels, a part of the eHealth Radio Network. And we do thank you for listening, and until next time, enjoy. Thanks for tuning in to the eHealth Radio Network. For more information or to subscribe to this podcast, visit eHealthRadioNetwork.com.